As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Hey girl, I just wanted to let you know that love is like a fart. If you have to force it, it's probably crap. Good morning, sweet world, and welcome to the No Dunks Podcast on the Athletic Network. It's Monday, February 14th. Love is in the air. I'm J.E. Skeets, and alongside me, as always, Tass Mellis. Hey, happy mid-February, everybody. Hey, Tassie. We got our top shot hot boy over there, rocking the turtleneck, Trey Kirby. Hey-o. Hey-o. The international man of mystery, taking it to the Max Lealis. Friends. And finally, making the magic happen, super producer, JD. Hello. There he is. Here we are. Shout out to the stream team joining us live right now on YouTube. Take a second, like the video, comment away, subscribe if you haven't to No Dunks on YouTube. We're getting pretty damn close to 50K, boys. The subs are coming. The subs are coming. Meet you at Publix. 700 more. Who wants to be the hero to push us over 50K? Let us know if you're the one. Okay. Oh, we should have got those little hearts with 50K on them today. Oh, oh that would smart. That would amazing. Uh, Too late. Yeah, please uh, share the show if you haven't already. Uh, email in your NBA questions to nodunks at theathletic.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok at nodunks, Inc. Get your nodunks merch over at nodunks.com. And finally, an athletic subscription is yours if you go to theathletic.com slash no dunks. Really good deal on right now if you don't have a subscription to The Athletic, and you should get one. Um, before we get into NBA weekend winners and losers, got to ask you, especially you, <laughs> what do you think of the Super Bowl, man? You love sports. Yeah, I do love sports. Uh, didn't take in the Super Bowl, though. Didn't, what? Uh, didn't. Well, nah, I thought you liked sports. No, I do like sports. You, so, don't, you don't, though. I don't like every <laughs> single sport. Okay, uh, you watch the Super Bowl halftime show, I believe. I watch the halftime show, yeah. You like music? Yeah. I like music, <laughs> yeah. 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 All music. Uh, not all music. I wouldn't say all music, no. But uh, I so, enjoyed that. I thought it was uh, Thought it was good. thought it was good. Ooh, just good. Uh, I mean, good to very good. Yeah. <laughs> favorite part? Uh, favorite part. Mm. Well, interesting, interesting. I think... Um, I think maybe Kendrick Lamar actually for oh, me. Interesting. Yeah, I think I so. Maybe agree with that. Um, yeah. I thought he was. Uh, I thought he was good. I mean, you know, you you never quite know exactly 
what what to expect there, you know, especially when there's such a mix of uh, artists uh, coming out there. Yeah. But uh, starting with Dr. Dre, great, <laughs> old school. Uh, you know, I know I know Dre from back in the day. Uh, <laughs> Didn't forget about him. Then Fiddy came out, and uh, Fiddy was uh, <laughs> oh. got a little. Uh, he was uh, <laughs> he was puffing and panting. More a like five hundred. Yeah. Hey, hey. He had to hang upside down yeah. for like twenty minutes before uh, he started. Yeah, that was a bit weird. I thought. Uh, Did you get why he was hanging upside no. down? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the music video. Yeah. Oh, exactly. right. Well, that Robbie Williams did that at Nebworth. He came down like that. So I thought maybe they're trying to... Yeah. Uh, yes, that's what yeah. it was homage to. <laughs> yep. yeah. For sure. Okay, but, uh, so overall... Uh, overall, pretty good, yeah. Okay. Pretty good coordination and uh, thought it was... Uh, yeah, thought it was good. <laughs> what do you guys think? Uh, I loved it. The set was amazing. Yeah, it looked I pretty thought, cool. Dr. Dre's still a legend, making it happen. That's what I was there for. The camera shots on the Kendrick Lamar. I don't know what that camera did, JD, but that was sexy. Everybody's sounding good. Yeah, I was down yeah, with every a, every second. I have no idea what it was either, but it, it was, was cool, that was right? by far the best part. And when I was watching, I was going, "Weekend is probably watching this." Going, ah, sure. <laughs> why did I go into a fun house and <laughs> so wrestle that cameraman like that? <laughs> but yeah, it was uh, it was incredible. You were you were a fan overall. The whole I thought the whole thing was amazing. It was awesome. Good. Like, it's it's awesome when you don't want it to end, right? Like yeah, it's, you're like, it was over in a wow, blink of an eye. It so fast. Like, um, what do you think, Trey? I wish it was just Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg. Hmm. Maybe 50 Cent. Uh, like, Kendrick was good. I thought that his part was really fun. Uh, you know, Eminem had to come out and do Lose Yourself because it's mm. a sports... Because <laughs> we're watching yeah. sports. They had to do the most sports-sounding song out there. Mary J. Blige, incredible performance. But the best moments were Dre and Snoop. Every song they did, it was like people were dancing and singing. It slowed down when Eminem comes out there. It slowed yeah. down with Kendrick, so... Uh, I loved it because I'm an old person just like you guys are. Yep. So once they start making the music for your generation, of course yeah. it's going to be a banger. Uh, but I would have loved to have heard Gin and Juice, you know? Yep. Like, I would have loved to have heard some of the nasty Snoop and Dre songs from back in the day, <laughs> personally. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just up there cussing all the time. That would have been awesome. I yeah. can't believe they didn't get into the cars at one point. When you saw those there parked in front of like the, the, the buildings that they the had constructed. Impalas yeah, were, I was like, for alive. sure they're getting in that. Cameras will be in the cam in the car or something. And yeah, they just uh, sat there. I thought it was great overall. Is it? Um, do you have a favorite Super Bowl halftime show? Of all time? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, Prince is up there. I think that's, that's yeah. one of the Prince, best. Michael Jackson, but I'm biased because yeah. he's just incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, you must have loved the Shakira. Oh, yeah, that, that one. That one was awesome. And Gaga as well. She was great too. Okay. So, I mean, like last year, I remember it was the weekend and someone got upset with it me. It was on the weekend, yeah. <laughs> someone got upset because I was like, it was it was fine. But I, I mean, you can't like compare last year's to this year's and it was like, that's proves my point. Oh, wow. The weekend okay. was... He's right. Yeah. It's, it's forgettable. The oh, weekend absolutely. is forgettable. All you remember yeah. is him getting lost in the funhouse at this yeah. point. Okay, well, what will you remember from this one, though? What will be, like, the one thing you remember? Uh, probably Snoop dancing on top of things. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Upside down 50 Cent. Like, those are the most memorable things. 50 Cent will be the equivalent of the meme we keep seeing for an entire year afterwards, like the weekend searching around. <laughs> right. Uh, but incredible music, I think, is what you'll remember. Like, what songs did the weekend even do? Yeah. All, his all of his hits, popular I guess. ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Somebody, yeah. nobody else sound the same as the problem. No, yeah. Yeah. yeah, they all sounded the same. And and just how everybody sounded yesterday was yeah. impressive. 
You know, Dre still sounding good, even though mm. he's getting on in age. Great you know, voice. maybe just losing it at the end of a rap, at the end of a lyric, but he still had it. And people make it fun of 50 Cent. Yeah, put on an extra 50 or whatever. But he's hanging upside down. <laughs> then he get on his feet, and he didn't skip a beat either. Right. You know, the didn't lyrics a were still on there. The feet. Yeah. yeah. Well, when did 50 Cent come onto the scene? Like, uh, 02, 03, yeah. yeah. Okay, and uh, as many people have made the joke, inflation since then, it's, you know, it makes more sense. <laughs> He's up more than 7.5%. Yeah. Shout out to Brad King. Yeah, that's exactly right. It was <laughs> my favorite Snoop, joke. Snoop, though, just up there, like, he was, I know he was dressed obviously in the uh, Rams colors. Right. Uh, but he was just sort of, just so cool up there, you know? Like, yeah, uh, I know. I know <laughs> there, there, somebody tweeted last night, too, and I was like, wow, maybe there's some truth to that. Has Snoop Dogg had the coolest life? Has he just led <laughs> like the greatest yeah. life ever? When you, He's like, been the most famous rapper since anybody ever really heard about rap. It's crazy to think about. Yeah, but I saw a tweet today. He did smoke weed before. Uh, oh, what? Before? <laughs> I know. I know. I don't want to put that <laughs> it's out there. Tarnished now. Yeah. He smoked marijuana. It is legal where he's at. <laughs> true. True. Yeah. I think there was a bet uh, that you could bet on whether he was going to be smoking <laughs> yeah. it during the performance. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, Vegas cashed out on that one. I'm sure people were betting <laughs> right. on oh, it. Yeah. But, the over, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Take the over yeah. one on joints. But the thing about him is, like, like, when was the last time he released an album? Now, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe he does. But it feels like yeah. he's sort of living off just coolness for the last... Well, and he, you know, he's yeah. obviously a feature on every, like, three or four songs a yeah. year, I feel like. It's yeah, I know, but that's what I mean. It's like, yeah. he's, just, he's just like a cool guy who seems to just be able to hang out and, and live off that coolness, yeah. you know? Yeah, and yeah, now he's awesome. in that every second commercial there is, yeah. too, so he's getting paid for all that. Uh, I know you didn't watch the actual game. No. So, uh, any, any thoughts on the actual football being played out I there? I thought it was a really good game. Yeah, I mean, it was entertaining. That drive by the Rams there at the end? Mm. Masterful. Collinsworth said that this will be remembered as one of the most impressive drives in Super Bowl history afterward. And I don't think he minces words. It was, it was cool to see all the stars come out to shine. Cooper Cup filled his cup there on that <laughs> what drive. Name. What a football name. What a name. And then Aaron Donald, <laughs> yeah. uh, who could have been MVP uh, Ooh, for sure. If he got the sack, if he got credited for the sack at the end, people thought he may have uh, Did he have a more impactful game than Cooper Cup? Maybe. Uh, I, it, was, it was just odd because Cooper Cup's stat's not phenomenal. <laughs> what, what are you laughing about? Just every time. You can't say Cooper or Cup. He's a Cooper Cup. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's a two-name. Loving this football breakdown right now. This is great. Phil, you also great. Fill that Koopa Cup. I want to play Mario Kart. <laughs> talking about Koopa. Uh, but, uh, yeah, he was good at the same time. I don't know. I, I wouldn't have named him MVP. Mm. Oh, he couldn't guard him, though. Yeah, no. That was, a, that was a great drive. Yeah, and that third down pickup on the, the reverse. <laughs> what a risky call by Sean McVay, one of the two youngest coaches in the NFL, I hear. Yeah. Wasn't that fourth down? Was that? That, that was, was fourth. fourth. That, was it? that was yeah, nice. That was nice. Uh, yeah, so... Anytime a receiver wins MVP, you're like, that's got to be impressive to not give it to the quarterback instantly. But yeah. it was like Jerry Rice out there. They yeah. couldn't stay in front of him. Yeah, it was pretty amazing. How many times does that even happen? I, I, it always feels like it's just the quarterback who gets it. Yeah, yeah. what, MVP? Yeah, yeah more, more times than not, it definitely goes to the uh, to the QB. Mm. Um, and it sucked that Odell Beckham Jr. got hurt there in the first. He may have won it. I mean, he was having a monster having game a up game. to that point. Obviously, mm. he had the touchdown uh, to get things started. Anyway, that's a lot of football talk. For <laughs> that's the Super Bowl. Uh, all right, let's get to our NBA weekend winners and losers. Start with the winners, of course. Trey, you're up first. Who you got? Oh, the hottest team in the league right now. Put on a pot of beans for the Beantown boys. Sure. Could have been a better line, honestly. <laughs> Eight straight wins, though, for Boston. couple very similar victories over the weekend. Friday night, 
trailed by nine at the half against the Nuggets, plus 15 in the second half for the win on Sunday afternoon, trailed by 10 at half against the Hawks, plus 20 in the second half for the win, 38 for Jason Tatum yesterday, 16 points, huge third quarter for Boston. They won the quarter 42 to 23. That was really the game right there. So yeah, eight straight wins for the Celtics. 10 out of their last 11, which moved them into sixth in the Eastern Conference. Yeah. An incredible performance, an incredible recovery after a really slow start. But the story of the weekend, Derek White making yeah. his debut for the Beantown boys. Came off the bench, looked awesome in both of these victories on Friday, 15, 6, and 2. On Sunday, 14 points, 4 rebounds, 5 assists, 2 steals, 1 block. That is a full box score. Yep. We talked about the Celtics recently. Too many soloists. This guy's a perfect... Accompanist. Mm. Accompanist. That's a tough one to say. Yeah. Grammarly hooked me up on that one. I, <laughs> I typed in accompanist. Yeah. And then it hit me with accompanist. I was like, well, Grammarly says it's right. Not an ad. Grammarly says it's right. I don't know exactly how to say it. Great accompanist. Moves the ball when it needs to be moved. Yeah. Shoots when it needs to be shot. Drives to the hole when he needs to. He plays either part in the pick and roll, and he makes really quick decisions. Like the drive and kick game for the Celtics looked incredible in both of these wins. He also guards the small guys. He guards the big guys. There's no bad defenders now for the Celtics mm. in their rotation at all. You heard them talking afterwards. Marcus Smart basically said, all these small guys have been killing us for years. He's like, Kemba Walker, that guy could guard nobody. Dennis Schroeder put him in a pick and roll. But right. having uh, having White out there, the guy's a fill-in-the-gaps player, which they really haven't had. So he looked like a perfect addition. He's somewhat familiar with uh, their system, having played for the Spurs for such a long time, where Adoko was a coach, having played for him uh, as well for Team USA. So, great start for Derek White. Celtics are on fire right now. Mm. Feels like every team in the Eastern Conference is having like a little bit of a chance to have a nice win streak and stack some wins up here. So, things are getting toy in the East. It is wild how easily he fit into the system. He gets traded. He comes off the bench in his first game. Yeah, he can guard anybody. He's perfect as a secondary ball handler or playmaker. Maybe yep. not as a primary guy, but if action gets stopped on one side, it comes to Derek White on the other side. He can make something happen. And they're running some cool stuff there for the geeks out there. Uh, <laughs> they're running some inverted pick and rolls where he's picking or Marcus Smart is picking Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown's guy as they go into the middle so it's kind of hard to guard you know those those four guys now you think aren't they a little small if those four guys are on the floor with Robert Williams in the back nah I mean they're just good on the perimeter Marcus Smart and him are good perimeter defenders Jalen Brown Jason Tatum can hold their own and so they're good on both ends and yeah he's a uh, plus 11 and plus 12 in those two games mm -hmm. and he finished both games uh, in his first two games so that's that's pretty key for them I think he played the final 15 minutes on Friday night and Al Horford doesn't have to play as much now. He's the starting power forward, but he comes off, and, and Derek White can just play a ton. So it just suits them really, really well. He's just plug-and-play done. I mean, he's so good. And one more guy still to add to the Celtics, uh, Daniel Tice, hasn't mm -hmm. even uh, suited up for them yet. Um, but what do you think about Boston here on the weekend? Yeah, I mean, considering what they got for De uh, had to give up to get Derek White, this could be a really, really nice little addition. We sort of came out of nowhere as well. The Spurs don't usually sort of give up one of their players, especially yeah. one they've developed over the years. But uh, I think the uh, Udoka uh, connection there is really, really important there because they would have been working together in San Antonio. And you just see Derek White. I mean, you know, like I say, he played for the Team USA. So he had... The Spurs saw something out of him, but he didn't quite... He has like 30-plus games in the playoffs. Yeah, not? yeah. Like he's had some so big moments. You're getting a, you know, a, a veteran player who's good at both ends of the floor, especially in an area the Celtics needed it, I think, as well. So this is turning out to be a, a very nice little addition to a team that was playing well and then just had really two good wins because the six wins prior to that 
were, you know, against teams that they probably should beat. So right. now they get again, you know, the Hawks are a little bit up and down, but the Nuggets... But the Hawks was the team that had beaten them over that's the last right, yeah. 10 or so. Um, but revenge, the Nuggets but. was a good win on Friday night, you yeah. know, against a good team. So uh, good stuff. All right. Shout out to the Beantown boys. Hopefully uh, Master Cheeves is out there rocking his green <laughs> He was shooting free throws uh, on the weekend. That. I was tweeting them to me. Them there. Yeah. <laughs> but he wasn't at the uh, the arena. This was just him in a yeah, pickup yeah, run. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People are sending you video of their free throws for what yeah. you to, to grade, I, I guess, guess so. Yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah. Cool. Damn. Cheese. Cheese been downgraded. He was taking free throws <laughs> on the Celtics court. <laughs> yeah. What happened to Cheese? Well, I don't know. Maybe Hard it's not downgraded. Off. Those were just like free throws because you're taking them out on the uh, on the parquet. These were like in a game, oh. clutch free throws made. <laughs> okay. You know, referee game. Come on, Tess. Yeah. Way to go, Cheese. Pack stands. Exactly. Crowd <laughs> going wild. Uh, Lee, let's keep it going. Who you got for winner? Well, I'm glad uh, we started with the Celtics because their next game is in Philadelphia against the 76ers and this shaping up to be an incredible matchup because mm-hmm. Joel Embiid, since the trade deadline, has been incredible. Now, Friday night against the Thunder, okay, they had to sort of... That was one of those ones, all right, we're going to have to go out and beat this team. They did. But then on Saturday night in the back-to-back against Cleveland, Joel Embiid, a triple-double, a 40-point triple-double, uh, the 14 rebounds, 10 assists, 15 free throws, 4 for 5 from downtown. He even had a fast break where he um he did the sort of Chris Paul thing where you sort of uh you sort of show you, you know you show the ball then you pull it back and he laid it up got the foul he's over there to the crowd going crazy right. he is just on a tear right now now you can you know plus minus is one of those weird things where we still you know there's so many different variables that come into it so you can pick whatever you want and when it suits your argument like it does for me right now <laughs> I'm going to write it he was a plus 24 in a 10 point win yeah. okay. it was one of those games where when Joel Embiid is not on the floor, it could have gone either way. When he's on the floor, it wasn't. It certainly wasn't a blowout. It certainly was, but it wasn't a close game either because it was like, what are they going to do to stop him here? Jared Allen's a good defender. The Cleveland team is a good defensive team, but it was like Embiid was just unstoppable on mm-hmm. that night. And uh, you know, again, they've made the trade, so all things now moving towards getting James Harden into that team. He's obviously not playing there with them yet. Probably won't before the All Star game either. Apparently, mm. um, but it doesn't matter. He was just so much fun. And uh, look, when I think about Philadelphia legends, you know, Dr. J and Allen Iverson, if Joel Embiid was to win an MVP and a championship. I think he's joining that right. echelon of, of Philadelphia sure. stars, you know, because uh, he's talked about it as well in the past. He's fought with the crowd. They've booed him. You know, he's had his moments. But then on Saturday night, when he's up and he's the fans love him, he loves them, and uh, it must be just a great place to play. So in 33 minutes there on, on Saturday night, he had a 40-point triple-double, and honestly... It was way the ten point margin in the end was way bigger because mm-hmm. he was just so impressive. Um, still, I checked uh, Basketball References MVP award tracker. Right, He's still third Jokic. behind Jokic and Giannis. Oh yeah, which yeah. is you know pretty. You know those guys are having an unbelievable season. Yeah. That's just how close it is, and yeah. just the numbers that all three of those big guys are putting up. Then it's Chris Paul fourth and Curry fifth, and then a bunch of other guys after them. But it's uh between these three giants here, who's going to win this thing? Jokic, Giannis, or Embiid? And I think you make a case for any three of them. Yeah, I think Embiid's going to win the MVP. If they called it today, I think he's the guy getting the votes, even if he's only third on the tracker. Jokic is going to win it, advanced stats wise, guaranteed, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because of percentages and things like that. But man, Embiid really relishes a matchup against another like star big right like whether it be Carl Anthony Towns Jokic Gobert in the past or unfortunately for Jared Allen Jared Allen in this one because he really took it to him and of course dunked his own nuts off throwing it down like how did his legs bend that way and still had enough juice to get the ball uh, to the rim and throw it down like that so incredible dunk and like you're saying he had the sham god move on the fast break like he's putting out ball handling highlights now so some crazy stuff yeah he's got the exclamation point 
on the highlight reel with that dunk. If he's got an MVP reel, that it's a thrunk. It's a thrunk. Uh, yeah, that's right. It's but who the hell cares? It is uh, really impressive. I wonder if the Sixers waited until late Saturday to give James Harden his physical, because then the Nets couldn't play <laughs> Seth Curry and Andre Drummond on Saturday night. They were waiting. Ooh, uh, yeah, they, nice. It wasn't official until James Harden got off that plane and uh, and joined Daryl Morey and his daughter, I think. There's a, there's a photo yep. out there of the three of them. Private jet. Richard Jefferson pointed out it's a 90-minute drive from Brooklyn to Philadelphia. <laughs> Got to take a plane. That's far. That's far. So, uh, yeah, things are looking up for, for Philly, obviously. Yeah. And everybody else in the, in the uh, as fans in the Eastern Conference, it's just going to be exciting, number one. Number two, it just it still feels ridiculously wide open. Yeah. Uh, and I know people say, oh, come on. I mean, the stars will take over. Brooklyn has a lot of question marks. There's question marks all over the board, so it's it's exciting for everybody. Um, my favorite, I love the one. There's, there's the one photo, and you can't really see that it's him because his head's buried like in his like neck. But the Harden and Maury hugging, yeah, mm. uh, on the tarmac there. I mean, on <laughs> Valentine's Day, find somebody that loves you like Daryl Maury loves James Harden, and you're set for life. Like it's beautiful, brought a tear to my eye. You know the photo I'm talking about? I do about? know. I do know. I saw it. I've seen all those uh, interactions. There. Yeah, I mean, it was the quickest. I thought I thought I saw videos. So was it yeah. a really quick hug? Oh, I only yeah, saw the yeah, photo. Yeah. I only saw the I photo. I saw a hug. So the photo, so in, in my snap. mind, that that hug is still going. Yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> it was more of a bro hug. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, and okay. I'm out. I'm in and I'm, and I'm out. Oh, then great job by the photographer to really, you <laughs> yeah. know, James' head was is just a, Like a professional enough. photographer there yeah, to meet probably. them on the tarmac? Probably. Or one of Maury's kids or something. Who knows? Who knows? So you don't think, who said it? You don't think we'll see him play... Before I the All Star, don't game. think James so. Harden. No, no, yeah. that's. This I mean, how many week? games are left? Like yeah. two or three. Yeah, they got the Celtics tomorrow night, and so they mainly have one uh, before one more. that. So okay. I, I just suspect he probably won't play. Okay. Yeah, we could have a couple uh, Eastern Conference subs. We'll get to a, another guy who may not play, mm. but uh, yeah, we could have a Jared Allen squeak in there. Mm. Okay, uh, who do you have for a winner of the weekend? Well, we were really excited to hear Clay Thompson's coming back last month. Everybody yep. obviously enjoyed it. But we're all waiting for a real clay game that he took over. And on Saturday night against the Lakers, we had something like that. We didn't have a 60-point clay game, but we had a really, really entertaining fourth quarter where clay was needed. And uh, it got close. Six minutes left. He comes in. Austin Reeves just pinned him a couple minutes prior, mm. and he said, F it. It's my time. He comes in six minutes left. He hits a shot. Grabs the board, hits another shot, comes back down, misses, but that's great because that's what he wants. So three straight possessions, three straight shots from Clay. A couple minutes later, does the same thing. Make, miss, make, and then a big, big three. 130 left. That gave the Warriors the lead that they wouldn't relinquish. 16 points in the fourth quarter. Six of ten from the floor. A 33-point yeah. game from Clay. Uh, so that killed his uh, high on the season of 23 points. Past that, yeah, we don't want a 20-point game. We want a big 30, 40-point game from Clay. First time he scored 36 game six wow. of the 2019 finals. Wow. Uh, so that's a long time ago, and uh, his quote after was pretty funny. After not feeling that feeling for a few years, I don't take a 30-ball lightly in this league. <laughs> uh, he's serious. And uh, it was kind of redemption from the previous game. We didn't really get to the Warriors-Knicks on Thursday night because we were in the trade deadline. Hoorah, which was uh, a lot of fun. But uh, he could have won the game... Or send it to overtime, I yeah. should say, yeah. at the end of Thursday's game against the Knicks, and he, he clanked it. But it was his possession to win it and uh, hit back rim. So this was a good redemption from him. And it was cool, a nationally televised game Saturday night against the Lakers. You got LeBron on the floor. 
you got AD on the floor. You got Steph on the floor. But it was clay time at the end of the game. And uh, it was, the Warriors were down six late in this game, 345. And I bring that up uh, because, yeah, the Lakers gave it away. But also the Warriors just aren't playing all that good, to, to be frank. Yeah, they won. Uh, but... You know, they're clearly the underdog uh, to the Phoenix Suns right now. The Suns have just been so steady. Mm-hmm. And in some interesting things from this game, Jonathan Kuminga started at the power forward spot. He's been starting uh, six start of the season. He played LeBron. He was 16-5 and five in this game. And uh, Kerr's getting him reps to see him in the postseason. Yep. Uh, Draymond Green's not there right now, but it's, it's, it's experimentation that the Suns aren't doing because they don't have to uh, because they're killing it but it's just it's fun to watch a rook out there and uh, he he probably was their best player until you know, he got into foul trouble late in this game because that's what happens when you play LeBron but uh, it's easy to see the Kaminga Kawhi comparisons the the jams the blocks explosive uh, oh, yeah. it's just oh, like yeah. that. out of nowhere yeah exactly out of yeah. nowhere it's yeah. not like yeah it's not full tilt all the time it's like like Kawhi you're right it's like steady Eddie and then suddenly bang yeah. it's like holy crap mm. um, yeah he's not going anywhere with this squad he's the one young guy for sure they're keeping oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I mean we've seen glimpses of it this season but yeah. now he's getting a bit more of an opportunity but uh clay you know uh i think it was that 60 point game against the paces he only held the ball for you know 90 seconds or whatever this couldn't have been much different here because a couple of times the ball there was a deflection it ends up to clay he just gets it and shoots a three you know the pass comes in a broken play it ends up in clay's hand defense wasn't too bad shoots another three so it's just like when he's out there on the floor because steph didn't have a great shooting game himself but when clay's there just sort of picking up the garbage and throwing it in for three uh you know the warriors came back in this game they led early lakers came back and then it was just like you've got clay who just hasn't been on this team for so long finding his form again feeling confident game like that it's uh, awesome to watch for you know it was obviously super bowl weekend so all all eyes on the big game besides lee ellis's but um (laughs) the nba sort of came through with like entertaining Mm. games like even just the two on sunday like the matinee games were were pretty entertaining you know the uh, hawk celtics and then you had the the wolves uh, pulling out the victory and we'll get to them in a second but uh and then the saturday night games there's some crazy comebacks and crazy finishes and huge plays it was a pretty good weekend for i thought for the nba uh on sunday when yeah those games started at two eastern and three eastern super bowl obviously at 6 30 what was what was the decision in the households are we going to watch pre-game are we going to watch no, the chain i never the chain pre-game. smokers perform <laughs> or are we going to watch oh, they got the, sh- the smokers yeah yeah my mother-in-law said who is that and uh, Danielle said, the chain smoker, as in singular, not the chain smokers. And she said, what a horrible one, one name. One guy stopped smoking. <laughs> yeah. It is a band. It is a band. Uh, um, they gave it, though. Their performance was all right, although the crowd dead. But uh, it's, a tough, it's a tough decision on a Sunday afternoon. What are you watching? Uh, I mean, I watched the I had the hoops Celtics. on. I was yeah. making Valentine's. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's very nice. I will say my favorite thing from this game, besides watching Clay go off, like Clay at that point, like you're saying, Lee, sometimes he was getting threes on deflections, and it was like, as soon as he touched the ball, you're like, oh, that's going in. Yeah. That's going in <laughs> yeah. for sure. And we hadn't seen that yet. That was cool. But also, LeBron went to the line oh. for three free throws, mm. missed the first one. Was not surprised by that. But I love the way he shot his final free mm. throw. He shot it like 30 feet in the air because <laughs> yeah. yeah. he had to intentionally miss. And usually yeah. it's like a rocket ball is what people usually shoot. right? Yeah. Or maybe you're just trying to shoot it to the side. I don't think I'd ever seen him shoot the ball yeah. that high up yeah. in the air. And they had a chance at it. Like I think a it's actually a rebound. smart oh, way to go about it. Totally. Yeah. Just like cool. it's going to give, oddly, your team a better chance to get an offensive like, rebound. I yeah. think, if it goes super, super high in the air and there's one jump and then maybe two jumps and you can get a deflection or something like that. Yeah, you almost never see when they throw it 
even yeah. hit it at the rim. Yeah. You know, it often misses or they, you know, clank yeah. it or whatever. But in this case, I think you're just much better off loping it up there and just seeing if it can uh, fall into your hands. It did actually go back to him, but he uh, couldn't get mm-hmm. the shot off. Right. I mean, dodgy call anyway for him to get the three free throws. But, yes. you know, <laughs> ball don't lie, they say. Mm, Moonball yeah. don't lie. Nice. Uh, uh, JD, is that why you went with the uh, the moon shot? I saw that new camera shot there while Trey was explaining that LeBron went up with the, uh, <laughs> the, the 30 shot. Oh, oh hey, it's the moon hey, shot. Wow. Where the hell is this? The camera's in space. Oh, Just messing that. around. Just there messing around. Beauty. You know. Beauty. Uh, I have three mini winners before we take our first break. Uh, let's start with the Joker. Jokic with the game-saving block against our Raptors mm. there on Saturday. Snapped the Raptors' eight-game win streak. Um, OG Ananobi had a chance, like a tip-in, really, a put-back off a offensive rebound. I mean, that's probably going in. And here comes Jokic just in the clutch. He's good Get out of here. Totally clean. You know, mm-hmm. he had 28-15. The guy's just a monster. They killed the Raptors on the glass, uh, a lot of it him. But that is, I sure, I'm sure you saw the John Schumann yes. tweet it's Jokic's third game-saving block in the last six, six seconds of a game this season. What? His third game-saving block. He blocked um, Jason Jason Tate. Mm, it's a tough one. I it always, is a tough because it looks always like... Always mess that yeah. one up. Tate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he blocked Kaminga in that Warriors game uh, on the baseline, then he blocked OG here. And then there's another one, Shuman pointed out, like um, it was Will Barton had a block... Against the Wolves. Remember there was like a transition? Remember that game? The Wolves are in transition. Yes, and then yes. Barton blocked it. And then I think I think Jokic maybe blocked it like a second time or something like that. But yeah, anyway, yeah. it's just it's just crazy, especially when you consider he only has 38 total blocks this season, <laughs> Jokic. So he just he saves all his blocks yeah. until these game-saving shots. It's mm-hmm. it's pretty remarkable. That was huge. I guess Embiid has the better highlight reel if we're talking about the bigs in the MVP race because they're more emphatic. You know, the dunk, obviously, we just talked about with Jared Allen. Uh, but but three game-saving blocks. Well, I thought you were going to say three over his career. I didn't see the Schumann this stat. Season. Because he's done it over his career, yeah, too. I he's know. had a lot of them. I know. Uh, so he's, which is weird, 38 blocks <laughs> and three game-savers. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Um, so he's a winner of the weekend, and the Nuggets, that was a nice victory. I mean, the Raptors played like crap, I thought. Uh, but good victory there from Denver, and a lot of it because of Jokic. Uh, DeJounte Murray, he's talking about White being moved to the Celtics, but mm. what a weekend from him. According to ESPN Stats and Info, he became the first player DeJounte Murray did in NBA history to record at least 30 points and 10 assists with one or fewer turnovers in consecutive games since we started tracking individual turnovers <laughs> wow. in 77-78 the season. That's when they started. So Friday night versus the Hawks, 32 points, 15 assists, 10 rebounds, one turnover. And then Saturday versus the Pelicans, 31 points, 12 assists, 7 rebounds, and one turnover. And both of these, you know, these aren't wasted stats. Nice. They came in victories. You know, road wins there in Atlanta, in New Orleans. They're on their big, big road trip right now. The Spurs mm-hmm. are. Radio, yeah. And they're one game back yeah. from the 10th seed. Pop is, I think, four wins away from passing Don Nelson mm-hmm. uh, for all-time regular season wins. And just like, this is just crazy, the numbers this kid is putting up. And if you look at what he shot as well, 24 for 40 from the field, 4 for 9 from 3. He's not a great three-point shooter, so that's pretty good. And then uh, 11 for 12 from the free-throw line as right. well. So DeJounte just had it all going on this weekend. And you mentioned the most important thing is two very, very good wins. I mean, that Hawks game was a complete blowout. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then against the Pelicans, who they're in a bit of a battle there with. So pretty good stuff. And then finally, I'll just slip him in here. Anthony Edwards. Um, awesome game on Sunday in, in one of the only two games on. Um, and he became the fourth youngest player in NBA history to hit 2,500 points. Uh, he's only 20 years old and 192 days. So he's under 21. LeBron, KD, and Devin Booker. And now Anthony Edwards sort of on that list for like just 
putting up buckets in a hurry mm-hmm. at a very young age. He hit seven threes. He had five boards, four assists, four steals on a day where Towns is in foul trouble, so not getting a lot from him, and he took over. And, you know, he's not going to make it. He didn't make it this year, and I doubt he'll be a replacement. Um, he's going to be an, a start, an all-star, not starter, excuse me, but an all-star maybe next season, if mm-hmm. not the next. Like, because the guy's just, he's so good. Yeah. And I, I it surprises me how young he is. I forget that he's still this young. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I wonder how far deep he is on the uh, all-star contention list here. Because He's uh, close. Yeah, I mean, I don't have him, you know, next in line, but yeah. the Wolves winning, and he's playing really, really well. So he's he's got a bit of an outside chance there, but he's definitely going to make it in the years ahead. When did you want to bring that up, these mm. possible all-star replacements? A little bit later on? A little bit later, a little bit okay. after this break. Okay, well, well I'm, not, I'm not going to bring him up. I think Trey's going to bring him up. Oh, okay, excuse me, excuse me. Well, I'll bring him up too. <laughs> well, I know, I just brought him up. Okay. Okay. I wasn't going to bring him up. Okay, perfect. Lee, you going to bring him up? I've already brought him up. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, let's take our first break. Let's also hear from you guys in the stream team, everybody listening later, watching later, uh, your NBA weekend winners. I know there's a lot more out there on the table, so let us know. But when we come back, we will get to the losers of the NBA weekend. But we got some live ad reads, baby. <laughs> Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's NBA playoffs time, and that means NBA snack time. I can't stop eating while I'm watching. So many options in my house that I got to cut out a bit. I got to switch it up, but I know I'm not giving up. Sunflower seeds, sure. But maybe something that's not a food for that oral fixation, perhaps? Good thought. Here's a breath of fresh air. Fume. Fume takes your habit and simply makes it better, healthier, and more enjoyable. Fume is an innovative, award-winning flavored air device. Instead of vapor, Fume uses flavored air. Instead of electronics, Fume is completely natural. And instead of harmful chemicals, Fume uses delicious flavors. You get it. Instead of bad, Fume is good. It's a habit you're free to enjoy and makes replacing your bad habit easy. Its taste is surprising. All natural stuff. It's fun to fidget with, and it's a good weight. The wood feels good, and it feels cool to use. Start the good habit by going to tryfume.com slash dunks and getting the journey pack today. Fume is giving listeners to the show 10% off when they use our code dunks to help make starting the good habit that much easier. What's your streak? At? No, I don't have one. Oh, you don't? No. What about Streakless. Danny? Oh. No. No? No. I would have taken you for like like at 98 days. Oh, that'd be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot. That's a lot of days. <laughs> days off are important. They, they are. I know. I, are. I, I keep telling Rachel that, but she's she's addicted. It's uh, I'm worried about her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to take a day off, Rachel. Uh, let's get to losers of the NBA weekend. Lee, get us started. Who are you going? Well, we talked about the uh, Knicks had a really good win against the Warriors on Thursday night, and they had a chance to double that up, really, uh, on Saturday afternoon against the Blazers. They were up 15 going into the fourth quarter. Looking good. Everything's looking good. They got outscored 35-11 to in that fourth quarter, and it was bad. Now, teams go on runs. The Blazers kind of got hot. They started hitting shots, and they were feeling good. They got back into it. But what would really 
like bad, I think, from from Tom Thibodeau coaching this was Quinton Grimes in the third quarter had 14 points on four or five three-pointers. Okay, they got some offense going. In the fourth quarter, he played 10 minutes, did not take one shot. And Tibbs was asked about it afterwards. He go, well, you know, the game will sort of tell you what to do. Aren't you the coach? <laughs> I mean, shouldn't the coach be the one telling the like, game what to do? Right, but the thing is, the thing is, what makes it even worse, right? This fourth quarter, they had one assist, and that came after the ball finally moved around Burks to Randall, back to Burks, and he got an open three, knocked it in. Mm-hmm. Other than that, it was like Kemba coming down, just like dribble, 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 shoot. Julius Randall taking some bad shots there. Fournier kind of got the ball and was like, I haven't shot for a while. I'm going to shoot. I just don't understand how how Thibs, with all his experience, seeing a game slip away. Doesn't just now Mitchell Robinson was injured. Okay, so they didn't, mm-hmm. you know, they were somewhat shorthanded. But that doesn't really stop the fact that why aren't you running something to get Grimes a shot? He's hot. He's feeling good. He's been playing well. Why aren't you just saying to the guys, all right, let's just move the ball somewhat here, rather than just Randall post up and be like, all right, I'm just going to pound it myself here and throw up something. It was so bad their fourth quarter execution that you do, you watch a game like that and you just think, how can he not see that? as the coach <laughs> like he knows more about basketball than I'll ever know he's, yeah. he's a lifer he's been around yeah. forever and I watch it and I watch it again this morning and I'm like I just want to see if I'm like if oh, it was just God, like what are you doing to yourself well the fourth quarter you because, gotta give up on the Knicks by the way you, nah, you watch because, too much Knicks basketball I mean, you've picked them like four or five times for a loser <laughs> of the weekend this year but they that win against the Warriors was like all heart and hustle and yeah. they stayed into it this one is like you're seeing this lead just evaporate slowly and you're just not doing anything differently on the offensive end. Grimes did not take a shot, not a shot, in that fourth quarter. Yeah, it's a great Simpsons character. <laughs> Grimey, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I mean, you know, Josh Hart had a great game there for the Blazers. The Blazers have been showing a bit of fight here, you know, yeah. uh, which is good. But the Knicks, I, I just... I just don't. I couldn't. I, I just gave up. I was like, oh, "That's it. I'm out." But I watched it again anyway. Yeah, I mean, I, you're worse than Rachel doing the Peloton every day. Give yourself a break, man. But you're trying. You know, you're trying to see if it's like you know what they just got outworked and this team got hot and they tried. Yeah. They didn't. Yeah. No, they're they're. Their fourth quarter execution oh. on the offensive end can be very, very rough. Yeah. Well, hopefully they can make a move here at the deadline. Yeah. <laughs> Pick up a point guard. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Yeah. They got some up their sleeve. Hey, the buyout market. Who knows? <laughs> you never know. Uh, any thoughts on the Knicks there? Uh, are you- well, I guess they just thought that the Blazers were done in that game. Yeah. But it is it is odd that Julius Randle also has commented that he loves Quentin Grimes. He loves the way he plays, that he's good. He's real good, quote, like after a, a recent game. Uh, and surprising that he didn't find him. on <laughs> yeah. Just find him because it was going through Randall or Kemba and that Randall wasn't setting up his guy a little bit because it would be nice to set up the hot guy. Yeah, it totally makes sense. Who do you have for loser? Well, as a Saturday night, the Bulls could have been a mini winner. <laughs> mini winner. They beat the Timberwolves and Thunder back-to-back. Three straight wins. Back into second place, taking care of business. But news broke early Sunday morning. Zach Levine traveling to Los Angeles this week to see a specialist for his recurring left knee discomfort. Mm-hmm. Missed five games at the end of January with some knee problems. He's been resting some on back-to-back since coming back. Really didn't look good uh, Friday night in the win against Minnesota. Woj reported that he's still planning to participate in All-Star Weekend. Mm. I'm going to guess he ends up skipping it because Woj also reports that there's certainly a level of concern within the organization. There's a level of concern within my household's Mm. organization as well because the Bulls' post-All-Star schedule is very tough. They got the Hawks, the Grizzlies, the Heat, the Hawks again, 
the Bucks, and the 76ers. These are some wow. of the best teams in the league. And if Levine ends up missing time then and Lonzo and Caruso aren't back, that's just – that's going to be tough. <laughs> tough to And you win. have one bad week in the Eastern Conference. Yeah. And you're it's dropping so like tight right now. Slots, exactly right. Slots. Exactly right now. The, sil- the silver lining for the Bulls, they got the Spurs and the Kings up next. So winnable games, though both of those teams are still playing, playing well, really yeah. well right yeah. now on win streaks. Uh, but DeMar DeRozan is on fire right now. 35 against Minnesota Friday night. 38 against the Thunder on Saturday. Five straight games with 35-plus. First time for the Bulls since Michael Jordan in the 96-97 <laughs> season. Wow. Vucci, he's on fire, fire right now as well. Great chemistry with Io Desumu there. 31-15 and 15 in the win against OKC. Dunking basically everything. He looked like the biggest guy out there, which he was. And the Bulls, just in general, have been pretty resilient all season long. So hopefully... Somewhat good news with regards to Zach Levine, but uh, who knows what's going to happen. It was kind of great that he came back. I was like, okay, he's not moving great out there, but if he's toughing through it, that's fine. But this seems like it could be a little bit of a setback here. Second opinion, you only like it when it's good news. You don't like going back for a second opinion to try and find out worse yeah. news. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that was a bummer Sunday morning. Yeah, they're only four games up of the Raptors for seventh. Like, yep. that just shows, like yeah. you're saying there, they you know they drop a couple of games here, Cleveland, Milwaukee, Philadelphia, all right there, and they're all playing, you know, reasonably well right now. So the Bulls sort of have to hang on, but uh, it will be a major blow if uh, Levine has to miss significant time. Here. And so what does participate in All-Star Weekend mm. mean? I, had a, I saw a lot of people, like, trying to dissect that. Well, okay, maybe he doesn't play in the game. Maybe he participates in the three-point contest because he wants to have, you know, uh, the claim to being the first Mm. one to ever win the dunk contest and the three-point contest. You know, it's possible, I guess. Maybe he doesn't compete in either of these. Uh, Who's going to replace him in the actual game? Because I'm with Trey. I mean, I wouldn't expect him to play in Sunday's game. I highly doubt it. Highly doubt it. Kudos to him. He came back and he toughed it out with Caruso and Lonzo Ball out. He wanted to play. But this is, yeah, this is bad news that he's going for another opinion. You gotta sit him. Mm-hmm. Gotta sit him. I, I would I would assume, until after the All-Star break, maybe he really wants to get out there at the three-point <laughs> contest, but he can't play in the game. I, I, yeah. I don't think there's any chance uh, that the Bulls allow him to do that unless he's coming back before and, and feeling great. So I'd expect him to sit. I would think that uh, the Bucks should be nice and offer Grayson Allen to play for the Bulls these next few weeks after injuring <laughs> Alex Caruso. I mean, they've got, they've got yeah, they've, this would be their third guard, and that's why uh, Zach Levine came back. He doesn't want to be the an, another guard who's hurt. It, it, it stinks for them. It, it stinks for the timing, but it's also a time where he could take almost two weeks off now True. Uh, because mm-hmm. of the way that the, there's such a huge break after All-Star Weekend. Who's uh, if he doesn't play? Who do you think will be replacing him? Jared Allen. Uh, Jared Allen, Siakam, I think, would be first one pick. One of the Bucks. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Um, and then, yeah, all, all the. I mean, Pascal is just on a tear himself yep. right now. Uh, he, I think he maybe left his run just a smidge late there, but I think in Cleveland certainly gives a little uh, a nod there to Jared Allen, and, and I think all of us here would have had him in anyway. So. So our chances for Jared Allen um, All-Star Game MVP are still alive. It's yeah. not over. It's not, <laughs> it's not over. over. He's, if, if Zach Levine deci- decides not to play and Allen gets uh, picked to the game, then he goes 11 for 11 and we uh, cash big money, even though we haven't made the bet yet. That's exactly right. <laughs> which, yeah. uh, which team is Zach Levine on? The Bulls. No, no, no. no <laughs> the All-Star team. Uh, uh, great question. Uh, I don't remember. Uh, I think it was Durant. He's though. on Durant? I think so. Oh. Because we well, had him, right? He said our... he needed some size. So I'm He's sure he would team be Durant. very happy yes. for yes, Jared, Jared Allen to yeah. be the okay. replacement. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then there's the James Harden possibility. Yeah. After the Daryl oh, right. Morey hug. I'm sure Daryl Morey was 
Maybe put his hand on that hamstring and said, hey, uh, sit out a few games, my friend. Is this bothering you a little bit? I'm sure he, want, I'm sure he wants a fresh Harden mm. as right. well. I mean, he's why would you why would you rush Harden back? That doesn't make sense either. I know you want Not him. Not when they're winning, for sure, yeah. So then there's another replacement possibility. Okay. So, so, who, so who's the shortlist then? It's Jared Allen. It's probably Siakam. Hero I mean, is probably in the Tyler mix. Tyler Hero. Yeah. I mean, Jalen Brown, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Drew Holiday, maybe. Yeah. I think we're starting to run out. Of yeah. That's, that nice, that's a nice short list. Decent little uh, that's a good man. Short list. Maybe Miles Bridges. Maybe. Probably not. Um, all right. Who do you have? Uh, my loser, you said you had the short list there. Kristaps Porzingis was on the Western Conference short list. Kristaps, way back. <laughs> way back. Remember when he was in the Western Conference? Now he's in the Eastern Conference <laughs> yeah. on the Washington Wizards. That. Uh, looking good on the sideline. Um, <laughs> ch- the boots look good. Dress shoes, I guess. I'm not sure what they are, but uh, I, I, look I'm going to boots real quick. <laughs> yeah, size 20 probably. Um, I'm going to call the Wizards a, a quick loser of the weekend because they lost to the Kings on Saturday night. Who looked like a different team after the Demonte Sabonis trade? They just look like everybody's fitting in really, really well. Even though they're going to give up a lot of points with Demonte Sabonis at center. Uh, they won uh, in Washington, and mm-hmm. Porzingis, uh, it's it's hard and, and kind of wrong to label them a loser because he's out, but he's also healthy, and that's why uh, it's it's always a question with Chris Alperin. He's healthy, and he's, he's able to come back, but they're just qu- kind of waiting it out, making sure he's right, uh, and... I don't know. He'll probably miss, you know, uh, until after the deadline, he'll probably be out. Not the deadline, the all-star break. Uh, and, and that's why I consider them a loser. Number one, because they they are just sort of discombobulated on the floor. Number two, they traded for a guy in Porzingis who may not be able to join them on the floor uh, very soon. Uh, and you could see why the Mavs made this deal, because the question mark looming over the Mavs season after season after season is Porzingis going to be that second star has now been passed off to the Wizards, who have their own problems. Who's their first star? What are they going to do with Bradley Beal? Yeah. He is out. Are they going to sign him in the offseason? It's this mishmash of a team now with Howell Neto and Ish Smith at point guard. What's their long-term solution there? They don't have one. David Aldridge wrote about it at The Athletic uh, in terms of their point guard solution. So I- I'm calling them a loser as they go into the offseason. What the heck is this team? I don't think they know. Uh, they went and got talent, trading Spencer Dinwiddie and Davis Bertans for Chris Porzingis, but... Who knows? Do they sign Beal to this long-term deal? So they're in a, a big question mark uh, right there. I also wanted to throw Goran Dragic in as a loser, which Whoa. is which is probably wrong to do. But it was uh, interesting <laughs> to hear Fred Van Vliet, his former teammate, Dragic, uh, just got traded to the Spurs from there. Uh, he was asked, uh, you like to pick up of Thaddeus Young? And, and uh, Fred Van Vliet said, yeah, especially because the other guy was sitting at home. And it was a bit of a, it was definitely a dig. It was definitely a dig. Uh, it felt like the the Grizzlies, you know, the young guys when Andre Iguodala was there and he got traded and the Grizzlies like, screw that guy. He's not playing with us. I think it was the same sort of vibe. Yeah. Gord Dragic could be the number one bench guy, the sixth man for this Raptors team if he decided that he wanted to play for, uh, for them, period. Yeah. <laughs> At the beginning of the season, he said, I want to play for a winner. Uh, he had to apologize for those comments, came back and said, uh, hey, Toronto, you're a winner or whatever. But yeah, he didn't see a, a winner in their future. And now there are seven games above 500. He could be the sixth man there. Now, he's with the Spurs. They're going to likely buy him out. And somebody, according to reports, is going to get him from either the Lakers, the Warriors, the Clippers, Bucks, Bulls, or Nets. Now, he could uh, he could join one of those teams, sure. But he wouldn't be the sixth man on 
a few of those teams anyways. He wouldn't have as big a, a role. Now, you can definitely see him on the Lakers. He's older and uh, he <laughs> might be a starter for the Lakers. Yeah, he could have a huge he could have a huge role on the Lakers. And uh, you know, I love Dragic and I want to see him play. Yeah. He could it, and he was great in the bubble and then well, I guess he got hurt at the end of the bubble, but he's got the talent, but is he too old? Is he going to be able to fulfill that role and I just yeah, I just, you know, did you want to see him as a as a rap? I mean, he obviously I mean, was like I was done. excited when that, you know, the sign and trade happened there with Lowry and Precious comes back and you're like Drogic, okay, the expiring deal. You're like, "Oh, you can do something with that." But I thought he would play. <laughs> and as we saw with the Raptors bench, they could use guys. Mm. I mean, Drogic at his best when healthy, he's at this point still better than Banton and obviously he was still super young, still better than, you know, Malachi Flynn and stuff like that. Does different things, I get that, but um yeah. yeah, I thought he would contribute, and then he just didn't really want to, and that's why Fred VanVleet's saying those comments. Like, yeah, you don't want to play for us, get out of here. And he was coming off the bench there for the Heat as well, so it's not like this was a, a new role that for him. It was like, yeah. this is a perfect sort of situation. You're on a good team. I mean, it's not like the Raptors were like the Raptors from, you know, 10 years ago where it was they were just uh, in the basement the whole time. This is a good opportunity yeah. for him. So, yeah, I don't know where he's going to end up. but He's uh, being linked a lot to Milwaukee yeah. here with the Pat Connaughton injury. Yes. Um, now that he's going to be out for some time. They may be short on guards, and there might be a role there for him. Could see that. Mm -hmm. But like you said, all those other squads. I mean, he is the type of player a lot of teams could use. We always talk about teams, like especially a team that has to go wants to go far in a playoff series or in, in a in a postseason, like get mm -hmm. a backup vet guard. <laughs> yeah. Just to sop up some minutes, not turn the ball over, hit some shots, and uh, that's why you can see why teams would maybe be lining up for him. But does he have? how much does he have left in the tank yeah. is the other thing. He was super good in the bubble. I know until he got hurt, but that was yeah, it was two years ago, and then he got hurt. <laughs> so I don't know how much he would play for a Bucks team, though. Sure, now with Pat Connaughton out, but Pat Connaughton would come back, and I'm sure Budenholzer would say, "We want that athleticism. Connaughton is key to their team." Same with the Bulls, I guess. He'd play now, He'd but play now, yeah. How long is he going to play? Is he going to be a, a playoff performer like he thinks? Uh, he is. He he, and he. You know, he has hopes. Obviously, if he says to the reps while they started slow, no, thank you, I'm done here, and uh, just sat out. I don't know. I don't know. I guess it's a Lakers marriage that seems inevitable to me. Few other losers of the NBA weekend. My first one, NBA feet. <laughs> what? Yeah, the dogs. <laughs> what do you call your feet? Uh, I call them dogs. Yeah, I mean dogs since they've been coming to the US. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember. I remember once when I was, I was living in London and I was working in the bar, and these ladies from like somewhere in the south came in and they'd been out walking around all day, and she's like, "Oh man, my dogs are barking." barking yeah. Yeah. And I was like, "What? What do you mean? Like, how do you know that?" She's like, "How do you know?" Yeah. Know? <laughs> and, and, and she was like, "Oh, remembering." Yeah. Yeah. Cameras at home. <laughs> uh, this was way before we. Had had the technology for cameras too right. so i was like all right okay <laughs> so Great. you were like trying to figure out cameras, how do yeah. these women know that their dogs yeah. back in the states yeah. are barking and what relevance does it have to like telling me that like <laughs> <laughs> Okay, great. But anyway, because yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, we have uh, some some injuries to two particular players in the league uh, because of foot issues. Hawks forward John Collins, he's expected to miss the rest of Atlanta's games here uh, before the All-Star break. MRI uh, on Saturday revealed a right foot strain. Okay, strain. He'll probably be back for the Hawks after the All-Star break. Give him a couple weeks off, and then it's not too, too serious. But that sucks, of course, for them. And then, even worse, new Clippers guard Norman Powell fractured bone in his left foot he's out indefinitely um though the treatment believed to be non-surgical so that's probably good but lee those dogs those feet those 
toes. Those bones, yeah. yeah. Those bones. Uh, uh, you, you, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was trying to think of something What's else. going on? <laughs> what do you call them? <laughs> I, I don't call them my dogs. I've never called them my dogs. Never when your dogs Not are once. tired and hot? Dogs are barking? <laughs> <laughs> You're I the love sad, it. man. That's yeah. Uh, How about uh, my sleds? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah. My sleds need my grease. Sled. <laughs> I got grease my sleds. Uh, but this sucks. Especially the Norman Powell yeah. one. I mean, the, the poor Clippers. I mean, the season's like, oh, their guys are out because of injuries. Yeah. Uh, Norm's one of those guys as well. He's, he's kind of loved. And people want to see him in a good situation there. And uh, for him to, to do that after he just went there, it was playing okay. And now, yeah, how long he's out for, at least you would think a month to six weeks. They, they tend to be an injury like that. So he should be back in time for the playoffs. But a uh, bit of a bummer. Yeah. Just always, and, and like even Collins with the sprain, you're always concerned with a foot injury, yeah. especially when the guy's like 6'10 and like a high flyer and stuff like that. You don't want to see the athleticism robbed there, but hopefully he comes back after some rest. Uh, my final lose of the weekend, I might get some blowback here, but I got to get your opinion on all this, guys. Did you see like the fanfare for LeBron here? This is a headline from ESPN. I'm just picking on them right now, but it was everywhere. LeBron passes Kareem to become, quote, unofficial points king. (laughs) So on Saturday, LeBron passed Kareem to become the NBA's all-time leading scorer when combining regular season and postseason points. So he's at, you know, 44,000 plus here. But I bring this up because, like, what are we doing with yeah, this? Yeah, I, I know. Why do we sometimes count this? Why do we sometimes <laughs> don't count it? We just had it with Curry and, like, the all-time three-point record. Yeah, I remember that yeah. was a thing. I remember I was all confused. I think it was you, Tass, on a show where, like, well, he's got the most threes made ever. And I'm like, what? He hasn't actually done that in the regular season yet. You're like, no, when you count the postseason. Yeah. like, oh, my God. So it's just like, I don't know. I just oh, hate I, it. I just hate it because I just want to know which one we're going with and let's stick to it. And I didn't think it was we're combining the playoffs. No. But I think we should, because why not? Okay, well, if <laughs> we do, not? then I just want to yeah. make that clear. But. I mean, but saying unofficial, like that's almost like if you count preseason games. And right, 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 right. Like, because how is this Come unofficial? On. He scored more points than anybody in the NBA in league history. So he is the official leader, like in official <laughs> games played. Uh, yeah, no. I would, I would, because I, I remember, yes. um, you know, like Ray Allen, when he broke the record as well, back in the threes, and it was like, yeah, but he doesn't because Reggie had more in the playoffs. And I'm like, I know. I'm like, so, okay, what are we celebrating? I mean, it's, the game is the same just because it's in the playoffs. But you will admit, for as long as you've been following the NBA, yeah, uh, we don't really no. combine the two. It's regular no. season, no. and that's the the stat that LeBron yeah. is chasing here with Kareem's thirty eight thousand is the sort of official right. <laughs> total, but it's not. It's well, more than right. forty four. Well, yeah, so. I, I mean, I get, but then again, I mean, yeah. Kareem has played, or sorry, LeBron has played more playoff games. Yeah, and, and, and because he's had the opportunity too, not just yeah. making the postseason a million times, but. When Kareem's playing, there was less playoff games. Yeah, and Kareem played... <laughs> Shorter series, even uh, at the beginning. Kareem played more games, but they didn't have the three-point line for 10 oh, years geez, as well. There's so, that. Yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> well, was Kareem going to shoot threes? Well, I, think, I think he hit a couple for his career. Yeah, <laughs> yeah sure. I think Sam Yanono's got a stat that says Kareem made one three-pointer. Oh, one. Wow. <laughs> um, I trust him with my But life. just like, uh, yeah, forget the three-pointer thing. Just like mm. this, the, the combining of regular season and postseason. We don't need to do this with LeBron. Like, that's the other thing. We, like, and this was everywhere. This was like made to be sort of a big deal. I guess Lee thinks it is. I don't because it never has been. So why are we doing it? Lakers are down bad right now. Mm. They need something to cheer them up. Right. LeBron James, 
the all-time leading scorer, <laughs> officially but unofficially. <laughs> and we all know he's a better passer than scorer. Yeah, anyway. that's right, so that's who right. cares? Who cares? Yeah. Call me when he's number one in the assists. Uh, yeah, Sam, you know now as well. How about play-ins? Because LeBron's played in play-ins. Oh, God. But those are, those are dead stats. Those are like lost stats. Those don't even count. I will say the fact that they threw unofficial in the headline. That was nice. It's funny. Yeah, it's funny and it's at least advanced since prior years. They, they wouldn't have thrown unofficial when they're trying to explain this mm. in the past, they would just say all-time leading scorer. Then that's it. Uh, but he's going to do both. Hopefully next season he'll have both the official and the unofficial <laughs> well, yeah. count. I know it's confusing. He's 500. One streak, one season. Yeah, mm. right. He's okay, 500. This is different. 500, this is different. Uh, one streak, regular season. That's different too. He's so. 500 points short of basically Carl uh, Malone, Carl. number two on the regular season all-time scoring list. I will say he's, he's 400. 2, it's 400. Officially it's 402. Four. Okay, okay. 400, thank you. And then, uh, yeah, he's what? Around 2,000 or something like that. Behind Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for regular season total point scored mm. he's already the uh, all-time leader in playoff points scored he passed like jordan like years ago yeah, yeah. officially like yeah officially yes official. yes uh that was like 2017 anyway i just wanted to bring that up i will say i was a little surprised by this that saturday 22nd straight game of 25 points or more the longest streak of his career doing that lebron yeah. wow Huh. He's a scorer. 22 straight games, 25 or more. That's crazy that he's going to retire with the most points ever in NBA history. <laughs> Did nobody notice that he was this good at scoring? I'm, I keep hearing about his passing, but he's going to retire as the best scorer ever? I know. What? <laughs> any, other, uh, any other losers or things you want to call your feet? <laughs> no, I don't know. No, no, just... <laughs> what do the Aussies call them? I think just our feet. Oh, yeah. Boring. Yeah. I think so. You don't add a Y to it at least? Feety. Nah. Feeties. Uh Those are our losers of the NBA weekend. Let's hear from you guys there in the stream team and everybody listening later. Let us know in the comment section or tweet them in at No Dunks Inc. I got to get something off my chest. Nothing drives me crazier than sending a message to a group chat and getting no response. That's why I'm a big emoji responder. Love a hang loose hand or a salute. But man, it hurts when you send a message and get nothing back. Ouch! We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Therapy isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash NoDunks today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash NoDunks. This episode of No Dunks is brought to you by BetterHelp. Maybe their um, Schumann at Edmonds is John Suvman, SUV. <laughs> okay. Yeah. John Suvman? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I don't it, know. It's not good. Uh, yeah. yeah, if there's a shoe comparison in the car world, yeah, you know? Yeah. Like a, uh, you put a boot on a car. 
Mm. But you don't really want Edmunds to be promoting no, locking up no, a car. No. You know? And it's a glove compartment box. It's not a shoe compartment box. Not bad. So you can not put bad. your shoes in it. You can How put your rubber gloves that you Yeah. Walk so what with. yeah, let's go back to those. What'd you get? <laughs> Just like classic yellows. Like I need the ones with a nice little bit of felt lining in the middle there, you know? Wow. Because uh you know, when you're washing them. Yeah, I, if you get any moisture in there, <laughs> this guy. Remember the- when we put him in a in a wetsuit? You hate that. I, right? do, I don't like it. I don't like it. Yeah. So why are you getting felt lining? What if those get wet? Yeah, well, eventually, eventually, like over time, they do. But I want the ones that I don't just want the ones you wear them once and throw them out. Like I like to get a you know good <laughs> multi couple, yeah, a couple yeah. of weeks out of them before <laughs> a I. Uh, weeks. Yeah. Do you, you wear gloves every time you're washing up dishes? Yes. See, that's yes. amazing to me. But. Well, because, like, when you... And I used to not do it if you don't have gloves or whatever and you use the dishwashing liquid, hands get very dry. Don't like that oh, at all. That's good for playing defense, man. Scratch <laughs> scratch up the offensive player. Rough them uh, up. Then, then I put a bit of moisturizer on after. Oh, you are something else. You are... <laughs> you should try it, man. You amaze me every you time wear, we well, talk. Your hands look a little dry. They it? are, because I don't wear gloves when I wash the dishes. Or moisturize. <laughs> no, I don't. But you should see me play defense. Uh, all right, let's get to tweet of the night. Mm, tweet of the night. Wow. Twitter. All right, Lee's got this. the The day after the Super Bowl. So yes. Where are we going? Yeah. So, um, Joel Embiid's uh, weekend was great. And uh, now I am actually going back because I don't think we talked about this. Remember on Thursday's deadline, we had a couple of great tweets out there. Patrick Beverly, I think it was Michael Lee had one. And Joel Embiid actually probably had the tweet of the day yeah, we, when he tweeted this. It came up, did it not? I, I, I don't could, think we talked oh, about it, I thought it did. on the show. Anyway, yeah, he tweeted this after the Ben Simmons uh, trade happened, which is this guy who turned up to a funeral of his biggest hater to make sure the guy was dead. <laughs> Now, that's all he posted. That's all he posted. Classic Joel Embiid didn't say anything else. So he was asked about that tweet uh, after the game on uh, Saturday night, and this is what he had to say. Honestly, I don't even know what the tweet was about. I just just tweeted, uh, you know, random person. Yeah, I mean, I I just saw the picture on the internet. I thought he was well dressed. Um, you know, you know, he had a nice suit on. Um, you know, good looking. Uh, so you know, he had some swag. So I just thought it was a good picture. Yeah, makes sense. Good picture. He had a nice suit on. That's why. Yeah, good looking. Yeah, great, great stuff from Joel and Pete. Yeah. Uh, what a great day it was on the tweets on on trade deadline day. Mm, what a great day for us too. Mm. Just the, the classic factory, churning out the content. Subscribers going up, 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 up. Yep. And we, we didn't even have that yet? in the show. No, 50 grand? No. Yeah. <laughs> Not there 50 yet. grand. <laughs> we'll get there. 50K, yeah, let's get there. Okay. Did okay. you think at all about a tweet of the night maybe being that LeBron talking to young LeBron from that commercial during the Super Bowl oh. last night? That was all over the place. I, yeah, I did see that. Yeah, that was a nice commercial. Um, <laughs> wonder how they shot that. Uh, they went back in time because <laughs> it reminded me of the Michael Jordan one, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, you know, where he played against himself. And Jamal Crawford was in that. We know, you know, sure, a sure. little bit about how the sausage was made. I, uh, I'm interested to know how this one was. Right. Like so it. you didn't watch the Super Bowl. You no. watched the halftime show, but what did you just watch that online? I watched a few of the commercials. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so you did watch a few. Of, you Some saw of the Austin Powers. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. He wasn't in it, but uh, in what? 
Austin, Austin specifically no, wasn't no, in no, it. No, no, no. Specifically, okay. Austin yeah. wasn't yeah. in it. Well, I mean, you know. <laughs> Frau and Dr. Evil and number two. That I'm was glad to see Frau back. Yeah. What did you yeah. think of that commercial? I thought that was Frau. pretty good. What yeah. was that commercial for? Uh, GM and uh, like moving to electric. I think they're going carbon neutral in... 2030, some, I think. Sometime down okay. the future, yeah. Okay, so that good. was good. I always like to check when people say, oh, what did you think of that commercial? Yeah. I like that one. Yeah, what was it for? Sometimes yeah. people don't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And then what other ones did Larry you Larry David one on the, oh, uh, crypto. the cryptocurrency. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty yeah. funny. Th- that was like the easiest thing for Larry David to shoot, I'm sure, because he didn't have to change character <laughs> at all from, from Curb. He just, that's, it, that is, it happens almost every episode where he's like, yeah, yeah. yeah that's not going to work. Yeah. You know, so that was pretty good. Okay. And I so saw, you just watched these when? Prior to the Super Bowl, this morning? Some of them, yeah. Some of them were out yeah. uh, beforehand. And then I saw the Scarlett Johansson and... Uh, <laughs> Johansson. Johansson. Uh, <laughs> yo. Colin yo, Yost. Yo, yo. That's her husband. Yeah. 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 So, two subs, <laughs> he's, he's a yurt. He's, he's a, a yurt. <laughs> yeah. he's Pretty a, clever. Pretty clever one. I thought that was... That you like good. that one? Yeah, I like that one, yeah. Did you... Uh, hook me in. That hooked me in. Colin is a great Yoast on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> <laughs> Did you uh, watch the... Um, I think it was for another uh, electric car, uh, Zeus and uh, Cleopatra. Um uh, Arnold and... Uh, Selma Hayek. Selma Hayek. You didn't watch that one? Didn't see that one, no. Oh, no. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. No. Okay. I'm fired up. I'll check it out. Watch right now, yeah. <sighs> what was the LeBron one for? Was that the crypto, crypto one yeah. as well? Yeah. yeah. Shh, I just caught the end. I haven't seen it yet. I just caught the... I saw LeBron, then I saw the crypto font come right. up. Hey, Can't wait. LeBron was having a good old time there in the... Uh, sure was. It's so funny, like, still seeing him. I think Maverick <laughs> Carter was right next to him there. Just, like, normal size human and, like, professional 6'8 basketball. Like, LeBron just looked like Andre the Giant, I thought. <laughs> the <next week> the <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Like, he was having fun, and, uh, well, until this guy got injured, too. He's a big mm. Odell Beckham Jr. fan. Mm. And Drake uh, coming through on his bets there... Um, I think he hit. I think he hit a couple on Good for him on OBJ. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he was. I like, remember as we talked about, he was. He'd been struggling if they they didn't come through. I think so. he won a million dollar bet. <laughs> Jesus, man, lucky, lucky guy. Good, good guy. Uh, Picking results from Friday night. Going back to Friday night. Nuggets Celtics was our game. Boston was favored by four and a half. This brought to you by BetMGM. Uh, Trey Swerve took Denver. It was close. Celtics just covered. I think they won by six, mm-hmm. right? Uh, if I remember correctly. Six or seven, something like that. So win for me and Lee. We're seven and two here, man. Look at us. With Drake. We are. I wish my football uh, prop bets came through a little bit better. Uh, Tass is two and seven, so that's two wins in a row for Tass. And Trey is four and five, so Trey within striking distance here for Tass. What are we doing tonight, though? Well, there are nine games on the board. Ooh. There's some closer lines, but decided to go with a monster. Milwaukee Bucks at home, favored by 13 and a half. Over the Portland Trail oh, Blazers. It was more oh, maybe it is. I it was 15, 15 and a half. Yeah. The line is getting bigger. No, you're right. It's 15 and yeah. a half. I decided I'm going against my policy wow. of a team coming home after a break. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, but they are going to be mad because they were spanked by the Suns in their previous game. Mm-hmm. So I think they're going to give it to these Blazers who, coming off a victory over the Knicks, I don't know if they're going to want it as much as the Bucks here in the uh, foot days. I mean, the dog days uh, of the schedule for some. So Skeet's Trey and Lee playing that plus 15 and a half. I'm taking the minus 15 and a half of the Milwaukee Bucks. Bucks got to win by 16. This might be one of the biggest lines we've ever done. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. When it comes to pick them. 15 and a half. That's huge. Yeah. I mean, the Blazers have shown, shown some more resilience. Sure. I think they've yeah. got... I think they've got what is it? So 15 points they can play with. I think they can cover that, especially with the Bucks. Uh, no Pat, 
<laughs> yeah. Serge Ibaka yeah, is probably no not Pat, there. No, idea, right? no, well, I just mean their depth has taken a bit Revenge of a game so. for Pat Connaughton, it would be. Oh, you know, yeah. Going back to port. Ooh. Right, right. All right. Well, good luck to everybody out there. Uh, email in your NBA questions all week long to nodunks at theathletic.com. You can follow us on all the social media channels Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok at No Dunks Inc. Get yourself that athletic subscription. Go to theathletic.com slash no dunks. A pretty normal week. If you want to call it that for us, at least Monday through Friday here, live at 10 a.m. Eastern from the Classic Factory. So please join us live. Subscribe if you haven't to No Dunks on YouTube. But then, on the weekend, Saturday night watch party. Yeah, we're going to be back here firing up the All-Star Saturday night festivities. Just kicking it. Just hanging out. A little uh, second screen experience. We're getting you to eat uh, Taco Bell. (laughs) (laughs) Drink Mountain Dew. (laughs) No. Big old bag of ruffles. <laughs> Chips. That's <laughs> oh, Friday night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the celebrity yeah, game. Bad. So, uh, yeah, we'll be doing that live uh, watch party for the All-Star Saturday night festivities. Uh, figuring out Sundays, might be doing that as well. Hey, if we get a great turnout and we have a lot of fun on Saturday night, we'll run it back for the uh, for the Sunday game, right? I agree. That sounds fair. I agree. Otherwise, we won't lock it in. <laughs> uh, we'll be here. Okay. So that'll be a lot of fun. But, yeah, Monday through Friday here all week long, 10 a.m. E- 10 a.m. Eastern, live from the Classic Factory. Until tomorrow, Clipper Bros. You heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. Thanks for joining us. And remember, happy Valentine's Day. Although, it's a little odd, a little uh, ironic, I guess. We get a free weekend where we're not at All-Star Weekend on Valentine's Day. And we're not spending it with our loved ones. We're spending it with each other this weekend. Hey, I love you, man. Thank you. I love you. I love you, man. I love you, man. (laughs) Hey, I love you, man. JD, I love you. (laughs) Love you guys out there. Embrace the day, people.